Hello and welcome to Block Talk, where we talk about anything and everything on the blockchain. Today we have Bats on the show, and on today's episode we talk about his journey into Web3 as an artist, internet culture, the inspiration behind his work, advice for artists starting their journey into Web3, and so much more. So let's not waste any more time and jump right into this conversation with Bats. Bats, how are you doing today? Welcome to the show. I'm doing good, man. I'm stoked. Appreciate you having me. Of course. I mean, this has been one episode I've been really looking forward towards because I've been following your work and seeing how it's been evolving. And it's just so beautiful to see someone like yourself doing things in such an organic way, getting attention in a space that's literally only driven by hype and other influencers and stuff. So seeing someone's work speak for itself and get the t- type of traction that you've had has been amazing. So I appreciate it. Beyond hype, bro. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so for the listeners that don't know anything about bats, mm-hmm. you know, who's bats and what got you into digital art and then into web three? Yeah. Yeah, dude. That's a, yeah. Oh man. Lots to unpack. On I know. That. Right? Oh my That's God. A- well, also <laughs> we're, we're on a podcast and I've already used the word unpack once. So, um, Great. Getting, right, getting, now we're bridging the gap. Start. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, so I guess, you know, it's probably a good place to start just like with the my origins within digital art and, you know, how that plays into how I how I got into Web3 and honestly, like online communities. So um, back in high school, uh, very involved in gaming, of course, very involved with like internet culture. Um, and with that comes like, you know, being on gaming forums and stuff. And every time I would see people talking through threads, uh, they would have like these six signatures, you know, the little kind of like these little banners that everybody would have and their signatures on the forums. Like, wow, these are, these are so dope. Like how, how can I do this? So, you know, figure out how to go pirate a copy of Photoshop and Let's go. and start doing my thing. Um, and, you know, all that to say, I've always been pretty like creative. Like as a kid, I always loved to draw, um, always doodling, that kind of thing, excelled in art classes. It was just always kind of my main point of focus. Um, and so, yeah, after, you know, after I started hopping on the forums, creating signatures, I started to learn about, and this is like late 2000s. Um, so I started to learn about, art collectives like depth core um, who featured folks like Justin Maller and Rick Ostenbrook, Nicholas Lundberg, like all these like people who I would consider like digital art pioneers um, and starting to like, look at their work and be like, Holy shit. Like, this is so cool. How can I do this? So I started to really get involved in the more so like digital art side of things and less so the like gaming forum signatures type of thing. Nice. And that's what, 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 uh, what games were you playing? Yeah. Uh, lots of guy at the time, lots of like COD four, lots okay. of, lots of rainbow six. I think like maybe it was like new Vegas one. So first two. person shooters. Yeah. First person shooters. Yeah, man, me and my younger brother, um, grew up playing like competitively a lot. Um, and, oh. we, and we loved it. Um, and I still, I don't, I don't follow things quite as much as, as I used to, but, I mean, we still play a lot. Honestly, it's like it's a we live, you know, in separate states now. We're all grown up doing our own thing, got our big boy jobs, that kind of stuff. So it's still like a really, really great way for us to bond. Um, so, I mean, we've we've been heavy into games since. And I would say the the one forum where I kind of like took off with the whole gaming uh, forum signatures was um, 
it was a like a PS3 release title called Resistance: Fall of Man, mm. and had this incredible multiplayer community and just um, like really, really like thrived, like very niche also during the time. Um, mm. And it's so funny, like I still have friends that I play video games with now from back in those days. It's just like it's wild, yeah. and that's to say, like honestly, probably you know a reason why I'm so into Web3 and like this community is because that's how I've always been like interacting with people online that I've never met in my entire life, probably will never meet. Um, but there's something to be said that you can form like true genuine bonds with those yes. folks. Um, so I completely agree. Yeah. And that's what caught me off guard with like how the, uh, the gaming community's kind of pushed off web three. Cause the impl- like the idea of more microtransactions and stuff like that, but from a cultural standpoint of like interacting with people, building trust and relationships and, logging on and be like, yo, you want to play? And like, that's a real quote unquote community. So I took that natural transition transition as well. And I also love just, you know, the origins of your creativity of, cause I took a similar approach, like never took it too serious, pirated stuff, but what you were able to turn that into is amazing. So on the timeline now, just kind of like you pirated yeah. some software, you're making yeah. signatures. Yeah. And then how does this evolve um, yeah. a bit more? Yeah. So I um, I started to get involved with like art collectives started. Um, I joined a few. I was never in depth core, which is like the in my eyes, that's like the holy grail of digital art collectives. Um, but I was in a few, you know, started to create work for those got published in like advanced Photoshop magazine. If anybody remembers that uh, I was, you know, I still have the magazines like around there somewhere in like my attic or something like that. Um, And really just kind of stuck with it. Now during that time, I was also graduating from high school and then I left to go study design or as like a formal education type of thing. Um, And I would say during that, during those four years, well, you know, uh, I don't want to say I went to college and completed in four years. It actually took me like five years. But uh, during that time, I was still creating digital art, but I was very much more focused on my studies um, and and really like understanding the foundations of design um, and those kinds of things, which honestly was such a great thing for me because it started to inform the way that I think about like compositions and, and, Mm -hmm. and how pieces can feel and I and I talk about that a lot, you know, especially with like the GM Pepe work, just how I would base a lot of it off of grids and those kinds of things. And that's all like purely my design background kind of yep. just informing my more I so, see like, that a lot. side. Yeah. yeah, I see that a lot in your work because I took a few art classes and composition and you know contrast speaks so loud in your work in such an elegant, efficient way because it's you know quite the geometric ones in particular, it's like um, when you use something at a simplistic form, but it feels so rich and feels so unique, that's just composition at its finest of like in just using every every inch in like an effective way, whether it's yeah. empty, quote unquote, or I don't know, yeah. I'm probably not using the right terms, but I, it yeah. speaks very, very well through your work. Yeah, you're spot on. Yeah. And it's. Yeah, I mean, it's something that I, it's usually like at the, the forefront of how I think about my work and how I like start to structure it all. I mean, obviously there's, there lies like conceptual things and, and ideas, but I would say, you know, as I'm, as I'm creating something, I'm usually really, you know, composition is like at the forefront. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just trying to think about how I'm going to structure these pieces. Like, what are the like 
main focal points, what what kind of space or just like what kind of shapes do the empty spaces form and yeah. what does that look like within the composition? So that kind of stuff. Yeah. And you don't miss with that, dude. I've been, I've been <laughs> going you, through a lot of your work and it's like, it. and what's so cool is like, especially with this recent momentum, you know, this is like the time where missing happens for a lot of artists, like mm-hmm. after a, some, you know, a lot of attention mm-hmm. and then you're like, Oh, starting to rush out work, but you're not doing that. And like similar to Jack Butcher, watching him in live time re-deliver and deliver and deliver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just saw recently him like shouting out your work and yeah. it was like, oh, oh my man. gosh. And that was like, <laughs> I was so proud of you and like indirectly, because like I said, I've been watching it for a while mm-hmm. and kind of both of those projects, yeah. um, you know, with merge and stuff like that, seeing this stuff occur mm-hmm. and I know we're fast forwarding to now, but no, you're good. Yeah, no, um, I love it. I love it. But it's so cool. But I guess what was like the moment? So you're studying. Mm-hmm. Um, was your work then representative of what it is now, or have you kind of took like oh. a pivot once you saw Web three and Pepe's? And I kind of want to know that yeah. story. Yeah, yeah. No, that's an interesting thing. I um, no, my work then was not like that at all. What I do now, and I would very much say, and I'll, I'll say this time and time again that. Um, I am very much a generalist and kind of pride myself on just being like being able to do a bunch of things. Um, mm-hmm. and, and if I see something that I like, I'm going to go try to recreate it and I'm sure enough going to like figure it out. Um, so I would say, you know, a lot of the time my, my style can, you know, fluctuate a little bit. I, I have tried to be a bit more conscious about that these days, just like, you know, what is, trying to think about like, what is my through line? Um, mm-hmm. But I've also found that like, that's, you know, maybe it's not even, um, maybe it's not even like style based, you know, maybe my through line is, um, I don't know, my, my concepts or my ideas yeah. or the way that I approach certain like mimetic things. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, I would say that generally my, my style is like an ever evolving thing. Um, and I yeah. just, I'm kind of a person that if I feel like I need to create something and, and, and express something, I'm going to, I'm going to execute it in whatever way I want to. Um, doesn't, I'm not necessarily like being very mindful of the style. Um, so yeah, and I think I, that's healthy from yeah. an artistic standpoint too. It yeah. keeps, you know, you very inspired because mm-hmm. when I was releasing music, I felt pigeonholed um, mm-hmm. a bit like with, a single taking off and kind of being like, Oh, I have to do that. So I can relate. But I think the way that you're going about it, you do have that through line, Mm -hmm. but in a very healthy dynamic way. So um, that's cool that you're able to exercise that because that's the best place to be as an artist. um, Mm -hmm. In my opinion. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, it's, it's super important that we as artists, just making sure that we're like, expressing our, our true self and like our, mm. our true tastes and our true thoughts. And I think with a lot of, um, especially like in web three and NFTs, one th- danger of that is that I, I do feel as if sometimes folks can kind of be misled into a false sense of taste by saying, Oh, this thing must be, or, you know, I must think this thing is good only because it is highly regarded amongst the rest of the community. Yes. And that's not to say that it's not, but like that, that should not lead someone. It's like a false taste into thinking like what is good. I think as an artist, what is good in your head should be whatever you are like creating and trying mm-hmm. to express, like really, really think about that stuff. Not saying, 
Um, you know, and I'm not trying to like write a rule book or anything like that, but that's just kind of how I think about things. Like making sure. I think that point is so interesting right now in the current climate of Mm -hmm. NFTs, right? Because, you know, when there's financial incentive and a lot of people gravitating towards metas, we like to call Mm -hmm. them. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. I think it's interesting. It can be inspirational to some and then some, but yeah, I agree. There's not a right answer, but I think just at least realizing it is the the right way to think about it. You can't ignore yeah. that fact. But one yeah. really interesting thing I kind of want to jump into is mm-hmm. when did Pepe's get on your radar? And like, I still oh, want to yeah, hear dude. about this, like w- your first moments into Web3 and what were some of the first pieces you were releasing? Because I went yeah. pretty far back and it looked like some of the stuff you were releasing was so much different than it is yeah. now. And it was yeah. refreshing. I was like, man, this guy, mm-hmm. like the generalist approach yeah. I feel very much the same. Um, you know, I'm not a master of any of them, but mm-hmm. I think you've mastered a v- few very awesome aesthetics, but I love how how dynamic you are and how much you can like I don't know, but yeah. that's kind of where yeah. I want to jump into this so Yeah, of course, dude. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's such an interesting way how, how, how like just how all this stuff just kind of forms and shapes itself. One thing that I uh-huh. do want to do, I, I want to iterate on really, really quick by by what I said earlier. I think I just want to use an example to maybe make it more clear. Um, yeah. Like for example, you know, G and Pepe's had done you know better than I had ever imagined. But I think like the example that I don't want artists like ever really fall into is to see that and say. I need to go create something that looks just like this mm-hmm. in order to be successful. Like artists yep. should not fall into that trap. Like just because my thing did well. Um, no, unless you're like, Jack butcher and take inspiration to make. Shout out Jack, man. Yeah, dude. I, I, he's a great guy, man. I, I love. Yeah, Jack. no dude. When I, when he first started doing checks, I just was like, wow, this palette. And I started, start started DMing with him. He's like, dude, this stuff's, and he's just had a baby and he was still responding and like, just, yeah. Shout out Jack, man. We Dude, can go yeah. on for hours he's, just about that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm sure we'll get back to that. But anyway, to, <laughs> to, to answer your questions to like, just kind of how I got um, like into web three and my, my, basically like my journey throughout it too. Um, I got super involved in crypto, like in late 2016. Um, okay. Of course, like hyper addictive, uh, just, so on it 24 seven, you know, <laughs> went, went through all that, went through the bear. Um, and then I, I really caught wind of NFTs in like mid to late 2020, whenever people started doing them. And I think whenever Pac started doing them too, cause I had, I'd known Pac from some, uh, some of those like art collectives I, I had mentioned about before. So I'd pretty, pretty mm-hmm. familiar with his work. Um, and, you know, of course, it's like a light bulb moment. I'm like, holy crap. Okay, you can create uh, art and sell it. And people are buying it now. Like, this is incredible. Like, it's it's like a new era for artists. Just a quick, quick question here. Were you yeah. doing any gallery work before this or like freelance no. or before NFTs? What were you doing with oh, your man. quote? Like, I'm just <laughs> yeah. curious about this transition because oh, yeah. it's – yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so I've always been creating stuff, like always been creating stuff, never mm-hmm. sharing it, um, not really sharing it with you know. I'll share stuff with my wife, but not really sh- sharing it on any social media. I mean, I have folders and folders of just like three D renders, illustrations, all that kinds of stuff that I've like just never shared. To be honest, I never my my career traditionally has just been like purely design based, where 
Um, I mean, now I'm currently a, like a senior design manager at a tech company. Um, so mm. that's always just been like my biggest focus. So my like more artistic side, creative side, um, you know, I just never really saw that through, but it was, you know, until NFTs kind of started up, I was like, wow, okay, this is, it's funny. It's like, all of this has been leading me up to this moment. Yes, <laughs> you know, like, I love it. This is it. All, like, yeah, yeah, that makes so much ability. sense. Yeah, this is my like chance to get in. Um, and so I started making stuff and, you know, as you know, you're not going to sell anything, (laughs) you know, and, and and it it can be like, now that I think back, of course, I'm sure a lot of people will will say, you know, of course, hindsight is 2020, like just keep going. But I do wish that I could have just gone back and like shook myself and say like, dude, just don't get down. Like, just keep going, man. Like, just keep doing it i mean you know here i am like two years later and um things are greater than i could have ever oh my gosh and like i think for the listeners too and even for myself it's like i think speaking of jack butcher that that uh graphic he had of like all these small lines and then it's like you're here and then the uptick Mm -hmm. and i think both of you guys are just testaments of like just continuing to do what you love because you love it and once that moment happens, I'm sure, like you said, in hindsight, you're like, everything's 2020 and you're like, yeah. hey, just stick with it. But I don't know. Yeah. I think that's always nice to remind the list, like, stay inspired, stay curious, yeah. stay, you know, yeah, just, just st- keep, stay in yeah. that flow. Keep getting yourself out there too and interacting. Like, not everything, honestly, I would say nothing should be a shill post to be, if I'm being quite honest. Like, I mm-hmm. didn't, like, I mean, I know like artists got to get themselves out there, but there's better ways to just like get involved with the community, which is, you know, purely that just like engage and chat with people. You know, I've Do never you have sh- any like uh, any like advice for artists that are, you know, in that position, because I agree. Yeah. I think like it's so much more tasteful and there are other ways to get out there, especially mm-hmm. we have the Internet, mm-hmm. but we'd just love to hear your take on it because, yeah. you know. That's yeah. fascinating. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I would say too, like, I understand it's a really hard thing to engage and get involved and like have actual like genuine conversations with folks. But I think, you know, the more you're present and the more you're there, like the more that folks see it. And mm-hmm. as long as, you know, you're there to like have at, like actually connect with the human on, you know, the other side of the connection, um, I think it, it'll take someone really, really far. And that's honestly, that's my big piece of advice is just like start to like form those connections, start to like find your tribe, which is basically, mm-hmm. which is basically what I did whenever I yep. found um, like dark farms and the smalls community yeah. and stuff. Like I really truly felt like I was in a place I belonged and, and it just like felt right. And that kind of, sh- I mean, you know, after being in the year for er, being in the space for two and a half years, like that's how long it took me, you know? Yeah. And of course, like that's there's real. Many, yeah. There's many trials and, and, you know, tests to where, you know, you, you think to yourself, God, that's just like, is not working. What am I doing wrong? Like, is there anything wrong with my work? And like, I can guarantee to the most of you that like, there is absolutely nothing wrong with your work. It's just going to take some time, you know? Yeah. Like Um, one mental shift that I've made is like thinking of Twitter and some of these social platforms as like the venue. Like if you're going to be doing an exhibition or curating this thing, mm -hmm. like curate your work and how you release it the same way that you would in a gallery, in a, in a, 
yeah. uh, abstract, strange way of like, mm-hmm. you know, making it thought provoking and not just like, hey, flyers everywhere in your gallery. Because like if you're just promoting and flyers, 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 yeah. you're not really able to express yourself for people that are looking to be communi- communicated to that way. Yep. Um, yep. And it, I, I don't know, it's kind of an abstract way of thinking about it, but yeah. it's kind of like a something that I shifted and it sounds like kind of you're alluding to that as well yeah yeah and it's a you know i I almost think too it's just like a self-realization that just kind of has to happen organically because like you don't you may not realize it until you're actually there kind of thing and i think that was i think that was the case for me too like i just you know i was in and out of a bunch of different communities um i had stints to where i was either creating and minting work or i just wasn't because maybe I was discouraged um, and just, you know, not happy with what I was doing for whatever reason. And then, you know, once everything kind of clicked and, you know, I found smalls and I found dark farms and like that whole community, that was when I was like, Holy shit. Okay. I'm here. Um, Now I just honestly, like I just started feeling comfortable sharing my own work with, whenever I started sharing like G and Pepe work, I had no intentions to sell it. It was just like, hey, look what I did. Like, we were always just like making memes or like sharing yep. Pepe stuff, whatever. And it was that my intention was never like to say, wow, this is going to become a collection of 100 different one of one pieces. Like, that was never it. It just like I shared it. People were like, oh, this is cool. When are you going to mint this? I would really like to buy it. And that's why I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Um, <laughs> how am I going to approach this? Let's just kind of like roll with it, which is, honestly my basically the way that i work uh, i love it on the fly just like figure shit out as you go yeah <laughs> and it, i love it and it it comes across so fluid so it's like you're just freestyling out here just hitting all the bars but um <laughs> so back to where did like pepe culture it sounds like maybe the yeah. smalls community like yeah. when did that emerge and you were like kind of hit this creative stride of, mm. you know, and then piggybacking onto that, like what was the first collection? Was it Geo Pepe's? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but yeah, I just love to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, no, being, being someone who has just been involved on the, you know, been just like really ingrained in internet culture for so long, obviously like super aware of, of Pepe and um, just like how he has, uh, you know, just, invaded internet culture and is such a huge part of it so i've always obviously enjoyed that um and i think during that time um i was certainly aware of like fake rares and rare Mm. pepes but it was always um to me at the time it was always felt like very technologically challenging so i was like oh you know i don't really know like that's you know, I, I don't know if I can really like get into that because this is, you know, it's it's Bitcoin. I'm not sure how like the I'm not sure how counterparty works, like all that stuff when, you know, it turns out it's all like super, super simple. Um, but of course, I could be like an appreciator of it from afar. And, you know, following folks like Vince Van Doe, um, you start to kind of have a mindset shift, or at least I did, with just like how Pepe, how like memes and memetics can mesh with art. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, you know, how that's kind of like a movement within and of itself. I think it was like, uh, Vince had created the fake Rothko, um, which was, you know, it's like a legendary fake rare car, but that was definitely like 
a light bulb moment for me too, where I was like, Oh wow. Okay. Like let's start thinking about it like this. Like how do you break Pepe down? And that helped inform a lot of my decisions on geometric Pepe's, but um, don't want to get too far ahead yet because no, I, I love it. I mean, this is the rabbit hole I want to go. Yeah. Down. But, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Please continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But so I had found, um, I think during the time I I was aware of Dark Farms through you know a bunch of his art, and then I think he had the Derage collection out as well, um, which I always thought was great. And then I saw he released Smalls, which was like um, in my at least at least for me the first one that I was aware of, a, like a Pepe PFP project. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, oh my god, sick! Like well, I'm in, right. yeah, <laughs> I'm not like, dude. I just, I just want to be a part of this for the culture, and I just, I love them, and they're all also like, they're also well done. So of course, I want to get involved. So I had uh, bought a few, and then hopped into the Discord, and that's where I met folks like, um, like Rafi and Augur, and, and a bunch of like these just kind of like other champions of of Dart Farms' work. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like these people are sick. Like yeah. I, I love this. They're not like they're there to just like casually chat. It's not like you know exclamation floor exclamation floor. Like yeah, it's, none of, yeah. it's none of that. Like everybody's just like there to chat and uh, like hang out. And it was just like the kind of folks that I really really vibed with. Um, so I was hanging around them for you know quite quite a long time. And then um, you know, as we were always like making memes or whatever, I, I started to think a bit more like, dang, dude, like what if I started to like create my own memes or whatever? Like what mm-hmm. would it look like if I took Pepe and tried to break him down into like these minimal forms, but like still capture the essence of of Pepe? Yep. Like that was kind of basically like the the goal was like, man, how how what would that look like? What would look what would like a geometric like minimal Pepe look like? Um, and that's where things like fake Rothko from VVD, like really kind of came into play because it, you know, it helps you frame this a little bit. Like what are the characteristics that people always like instantly recognize? And for me, it was like always the eyes and like how expressive the eyes were and that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, I mean, I just started making them and sharing them for no other reason to just be like, Hey, check this out, you know? And um, yep. sure enough, yeah, somebody um, who was it, Paul, Paul Tran um, reached out to me and he's like, dude, I'll buy this. And I was like, OK, like, whoa, that's wild. That's insane. Uh, let's uh-huh. do it. I'm fine with that. <laughs> and then <you> know, <laughs> I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Like, whatever. I think I sold it to him for like um, 0.1 ETH or something like that was was. And I, you know, I was just ha- I didn't really care about how much it was i was yeah like, hey, I, I feel you man somebody enjoys my work like let me get it into their hands because that's enough i would say like that's another thing too that was that that really helped me throughout geometric pepe's is that and and i did this unknowingly but at the time i was basically curating a collector base in yeah. a way you know and and that's like a really really i think important thing for artists to like at least try to think about um, you, you obviously want the, your work in the hands of the right collectors. And when I say the right collectors, like the people who just, they just want it and that's it, you know, yeah. like they just, they want it because they like it. And like, that's it. Sure. I mean, you know, people can call them investments. They can do whatever they want to with them. Um, but the more you get away from the mindset of I'm buying X to sell it for 
however much in the future um, mm-hmm. isn't like the best mindset for an artist collector base. So if you can find people who are just like, holy shit, this is dope. Of course I want one and just like share it proudly. Those are the yep. kind of people that you want. Um, and it's, you know, easier. I think it's probably easier said than done because I don't think it's, you can necessarily like seek that out, but I would say, you know, you can definitely pick on who those types, you can pick up who those types are in the space just by like browsing Twitter. Um, and like, honestly, those are the kind of folks you want to interact with and, and chat. Yeah. With. No, I, I love that piece of advice and you've been dropping helpful pieces like that throughout the conversation because it just shows that, you know, you have that community side of you. I, I don't know if that was the best way to put that, but uh, like <laughs> that. Yeah. yeah, no. And it's, that's, I agree. I think, and what's so cool is like mentioning, I didn't know I was doing it at the time, but I was doing it. And mm-hmm. that just shows like true authenticity because it's not like I read a blog, it told me to do this and now I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just like, all right, I want to create something mm-hmm. and your genuine authentic self comes through that whole experience, but kind of back to geo Pepe's. So it sounds like you minted one, mm-hmm. sent it off. Yeah. Um, and then when did you arrive at like, all right, this is going to become a hundred piece collection. Yeah. I had, so I started uh, honestly, well, I'll tell you, I didn't decide it was going to be a hundred piece collection until, <laughs> until like number 95 or 96, <laughs> you know, I was always, and I'm sure a lot of people will tell you like, I've always got questions. How many are you going to do? And I was always like, ah, you know, maybe I'll do like two or 300 or whatever. But I don't know. Once I started to get to 100, I was like, you know what? This just like feels right. Like 100, good solid round number. Um, but um, gosh, what was like, okay. Yeah. How how did I start after I sold, sold the first one? Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah. After, you know, after Paul had approached me and say, hey, I'm going to buy the first one. I definitely, you know, in my head, that's kind of like a trigger. Okay, well, if this one random person who I had never interacted with Paul before, like never chatted with him, um, I think he probably just followed me or, you know, maybe saw it because of a retweet or something like that. Um, you know, I'm like, well, if, if this one kind of random person wants to buy, I'm sure like other people will. So let me go create some more. Let me share them. Um, you know, we'll see what people think. This could kind of be like a one off lucky thing. And sure enough, like, as I started to share more, people were like, okay, like, when are you meaning this? Like, when are you going to share this? I want this like right now. Um, and then, you know, it, I would say within the first seven of them, maybe like seven to 10, um, folks like fungible, um, started to like retweet it and, and share it. And honestly, that was like a huge catalyst for me because mm-hmm. then it gets a lot more eyes on your work and people are like, Oh wow. Like this is cool. Um, and that is when I really had the conviction to just like go for it. And I started minting, um, gosh, I started minting seven per week every Thursday. I would release seven of them. Um, so during, what platform are you releasing them on? Uh, foundation. Yep. Yep. I was, I was releasing them on foundation. Um, I mean, man, I was just, God, I was working feverishly to just, you know, start to build up a nice, like, um, pool of them to choose from. I mean, I was just creating them like nonstop. Also during that time, um, I was laid off from my job, which was not great, you know? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, man. It was, which it it was not like, 
Yeah, it wasn't a good, um, it definitely like wasn't a good separation. It was a really hard thing to go through for, for my career. Um, How did that speak through your work? Because for me, I know a lot of people work, you know, they were down and that's mm -hmm. when they were able to create. But when I feel on the depressed side, like Mm -hmm. I don't create as much. Yeah, it was, I think it, what it did was honestly, it's a mixture of so many things, but I think it Mm -hmm. did give me like, even though I was, I was very upset about it and um, it was a really, really hard thing to go through. But the 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 enthusiasm for my work from the community that's amazing. like like amplified that even more for me where i was just like so excited to keep i think it was honestly like an injection of energy into me to say okay yeah. well you know you you lost your job like that that sucks it was a horrible split everything but you have this like incredible thing going on like capture that like embrace it and just like go for it you know, just yeah, like because that could have gone one of two ways. It could have been like, oh, you know, kind of put your hands up. I mm-hmm. know this is happening, but that is so beautiful that that the support around it and you know it, that transition in hindsight is going to be mm-hmm. one of the the coolest things, the parts of your life. You know, yeah, no, I mean, it definitely is. And now, like, I'm, I am like eternally thankful that all of that happened. <laughs> yeah, like, life's wild, man. It is. It really, no, it really, really is. I, I mean, I'm, I'm super grateful that it happened. And I think, you know, another thing too, that was really helpful for my mindset, like as a creative too, was, you know, after being let go, you, you start to have a lot of doubts about yeah, that's what your I was position getting. in the world uh-huh. as a, as a creative. And you're like, gosh, like maybe I'm not that great at this. Like maybe I need to reevaluate what I'm doing, but you know, with, with geometric Pepe's it, they certainly had the opposite effect where it was that like reminder, you know, it's almost like the angel and the devil on your shoulder. It was, yeah. it was, it was that reminder saying like, dude, no, like you're, you're doing good things. Just keep going. Like, don't, Man. don't let it get you down. Like just keep doing your thing. Um, and I'm really glad that I did. Really, really glad Damn, that I did. You just bottled up inspiration in so many different ways, and just I love it. But it's so true, and I'm so proud of you to like, you know, stick through that. Because mm-hmm. I know, in hindsight, for me, sometimes when something doesn't go well, I kind of get mm-hmm. down and start think, looking at things through a negative light. So mm-hmm. you were able to persevere and kind of be like, mm-hmm. and through the support of the community, kind of like mm-hmm. bust through that glass yeah. ceiling like a superhero. Yeah. Um. So you're minting them, hundred mm-hmm. of them, and then. Pepidenza, or I know I probably butchered the way I pronounced <laughs> yeah. it, but <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. Pepidenza, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, that man. was that was something else. And again, you use the same aesthetics, and even it, it's inspired me and hundreds of other people at this point, or thousands, a million, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like taking and breaking down Pepe and taking mm-hmm. its the like you said, the emotion from the eyes, the color palette mm-hmm. and using like the dark or like the noise and all mm-hmm. of this stuff to like really mm-hmm. build this a- aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you introduce the burning mechanic. Yeah. And <laughs> that's when like, I just knew this guy gets it. Like he knows he's painting on the blockchain canvas, like a true artist. Mm-hmm. Um, what I mean by that is you understood the medium mm-hmm. um, from all your past experience. And like, so Walk us through. I know I asked really broad questions, but yeah. walk us through that that experience. Yeah, man, that was a that was kind of like the tipping point for a bunch of you know just kind of how the past two months have been. Um, 
once I started like teasing Pepe Denzes, it was, um, it was gosh, it, oh, <laughs> dude, it was just, I mean, I just, it was, it was so very, it became very hard to manage all of it. And I'm still like surprised I came out on the other end of it. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, Pepe Denzes was, it was again, very, very similar to geometric Pepe is in the sense where, um, you know, I'm just like, it was literally just a moment in time when I'm sitting at my desk and, you know, maybe I saw like a Fidenza on open sea or someone posted on the timeline. And I was like, you know what, like, what would it look like if I was able to break Pepe down into that form and, and apply it basically. And I was like, well, as I usually do is I'm like, well, let's just go like, see what that looks like. And of course, like I went and I did it and then I shared it. Um, and people were like, okay, you know, when is this, like, when can we buy this? And, you know, in my head, I'm like, oh, well, you know, I didn't really plan anything for this, but start doing something. And that's, you know, I, that's a common theme throughout a lot of my work is just kind of like working on the fly um, and just, and just going for it. So um, whenever, you know, the, the reception, you know, became really, really strong. I spoke with, uh, during that time, I started to speak with like some I would say like pretty reputable uh, collectors and, you know, they, they did, I would say kind of help me think through it just a touch um, more, not necessarily think through it, but more so be a great push to say, go do it. Basically. Yeah. I think at the time I'd started to get a few more eyes on my, on my work and on me. And I was just like maybe second guessing myself a little bit. So I was thankful to have them there to be, to just say, yeah, dude, this is the right path. Like go for it. So um, I'd always wanted to do something with a burn mechanism and, see how that would work, um, you know, within my work itself and being like a massive, massive, um, Alpha Centauri kid fanboy, um, that was always like a source of inspiration for me. So it was something that I had in mind, you know, maybe not necessarily like I'm going to follow that exact formula, but I wanted to start to introduce that kind of stuff to my work because kind of what you were saying earlier, like there's the, the technology is also very artistic in and of itself. Yeah. Like that's something I've been thinking about a lot lately too, is, you know, the, the developer side of this is extremely artistic. And I think it's mm -hmm. important that artists kind of start to make connections with some of those like really good devs out there. Cause there's yeah. a lot of art in that as well. Um, but yeah, so back to Pepe Denza's, um, yeah. So, I mean, the plan, the plan really became kind of simple from there, which was to, uh, you know, drop some tokens to the GM Pepe holders um, that people have been, you know, been, been supporting me kind of from the beginning of, you know, this most recent um, kind of, I guess, chapter in, in my life as a creative um, drop them some tokens for like really low edition uh, Pepe Denzes. And, you know, all that to say as well, like, I think as far as like my body of work goes, geometric Pepe's will kind of always be the center of, you know, more so, I guess, like the metaphorical key into my world of work. Um, mm -hmm. And I just, that just kind of feels right, you know, since it, you know, it's kind of like my quote unquote flagship collection, I guess. Um, and so, yeah, and then it just kind of, you know, it, it really snowballed from there. And, you know, Pepe Denza Fridays were a blast, like always sharing the new mints and having the addition claims. And I swear, dude, it just, it never got old. In the, I know I mean I would have always have so many people barking at me like you're doing the drops wrong like they're impossible to get like and I'm like look I you know my hands are kind of tied like I'm at the mercy of the blockchain and like this is just kind of how things are going to be um 
but at the same time, like that part of it for me too is an experience. And that's Mm -hmm. kind of what I I, I wanted to really be a bit more um, intentional on that front in creating like experiences for people like to remember, you know, like, Mm -hmm. holy shit. Like I remember Pepe Denza Friday number three, because, you know, there were like 10 of them that were dropped and, you know, they were minting out like one by one by one, like all these claims just going crazy. Um, and, you know, I would get messages where I was like, dude, this is some of the most fun that I've had um, in this space in the past year. And I was like, those are the, that's the kind of stuff that just made my day. Like that is all that I ever wanted to hear was like, look, I've had a great time doing this. I'm so happy to collect your work. This is just, has been so much fun. Like that's, that's what I just love about a lot of this. Um, and that kind of comes full circle with your concept of getting a collector, right? Because mm-hmm. when you build that experience and that's kind of like art at its core is like how it makes you feel, how you interact with it, like the gallery you went and got it from, what mm-hmm. you, who you met that night, who you were talking to about discussing what it was like, all of that builds the true collector experience. Because otherwise you're like, all right, I just clicked mint, um, floors going up, down. And that's not the experience that any artist wants with their piece. Mm-hmm. And I'm, and it's so cool how you were able to capture that lightning in a bottle and kind of understand knowing and unknowing at times of like, I want this experience to be for collectors, by an artist, and someone like yourself that understands collecting. And I think it just, it like spoke through your work so well, especially, um, piggybacking on that utilizing the blockchain and doing the 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 burn tokens and like mm-hmm. using it in fun ways of rewarding people for supporting you mm-hmm. because yeah i mean minting stuff it's always like you're dude people are so demanding like there there's a <laughs> oh lot of entitled God. like they're the worst um, That's dude so it's so and, bad and for all the listeners that have work like <laughs> This advice is the best advice you will get is like, don't go for low, like people that are chasing floor prices and yeah, stuff. It's no. just, it, it really is draining. And yeah. um, I think you've gone through it. I've gone mm-hmm. through it. Yeah. Um, and there's no way to really explain it because, you know, maybe a lot of people have good intentions, but it just comes across very negative on the internet without context mm-hmm. and just Setting up your foundation, pun intended, I guess, right? And <laughs> uh, setting up your like foundation of like who you're interacting with is so paramount in the beginning mm-hmm. of like who you're connecting with and those genuine connections mm-hmm. and not just trying to spray and pray because who you'll get is like, oh man, like this isn't fun anymore. Right. And it's, yeah, I digress, but. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, I think you're spot on. Um, and it's something too, like that I, I would love to mention to other artists as well. It's like you, anybody is bound to get like a horde of, or like an alpha group um, of, <laughs> of people who are like, you know, they're, they have a ton of bots. They're going to mint your work out super quick. And before the end of the day, your work will probably be like the floor price will probably be under mint. And that's just like the nature of it, right? Like that's that's gonna happen. I think it like happens to everybody. I mean, it's happened to me a couple of times, um, and that's okay. Like that's always a sign of growth and a good thing. And I think more importantly, that presents an opportunity for people who really want to collect your work to do so. 
Um, and it takes time. Like it may take, like for me, man, I like a really great example is um, I have a piece called uh, GM brain. It's like one of my edition pieces. I mean, yep. it, it meant it out in like 30 seconds. And I, that was like my, one of my moments where I was like, what the, like, you're kidding. Me. Like, there's just like no way. And of course it was like alpha group, um, you know, whatever. Some guy messaged me. He was like, yeah, I'll let my discord know. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that's, that's real cool, man. Um, and of course, like they're all dropping it like way, way below floor, whatever. That's fine. Like I try not to think about that too much as an artist, though. I do feel like, it's impossible not to think about just because oh yeah you you, you do you do worry about how that's going to reflect on you and i would say like to artists that's not a direct reflection of you it's more so like just the people who who are buying your work or trying to flip your work um but be grateful much for better that. way to put it yeah yeah right be, be be grateful for that time that follows because that's when you can really start to curate that collector base and they can get mm-hmm. into your work at a lower price point. Um, and like, sure enough, you know, that's kind of what happened with me where people were, you know, absolutely dumping them for nothing. Um, and they were even, I was getting so many messages they, from these people who bought and they were like, dude, you should go sweep the floor. You need to buy my pieces back. And I just like, I didn't, I would never respond to them, but I just want to be yeah. like, you're kidding. Like, there's something wrong with yeah with your, there's something wrong and with then you. what i love about you like in live time i don't know when this came out uh, uh, actually as i'm saying this but like mm-hmm. when you did the keyboard mitt and you're just like uh, open edition <laughs> not closing and it's just like yeah. that's when i was like yes like this this is the statement that needs to be said mm-hmm. at times and i'm so glad you're able to to do something like that because mm-hmm. i think that was like the separation of the seas of just like what side are you on separation yeah. of the open seas the keyboard yeah. Moses yes <laughs> yeah and I would say like I've I've definitely started to feel a bit more comfortable about being um I guess just like generally more outspoken mm-hmm. to certain things within our culture um or certain actors within it and just like starting to take digs at them I don't know you know I, yeah something about it is fun and like now it's mimetic too yeah oh yeah it's oh it's it's super (laughs) mimetic and that's that's what i love about it too i think um honestly the whole keyboard thing has been really fun for me because it's like a nice it's been like a really nice outlet too like if something is happening i love how you've been built it's such a canvas like if something is happening within the space like how can i apply that to the kind of like keyboard layout like what thing can i do that yeah was that um, intentional was that? Uh, did you think you were going to evolve the the keyboard, or was that no, kind of absolutely not? Oh, no. dude! I, and no. the way that you did is like I love it. It's so yeah. spot on. Like I love the one where it's like floor price and like the letter arts on the side, like thrown <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, no, it was all just like again, very just spur of the moment. Um, I had I, I would say like I planned on doing metadata swaps on the keyboards, but it was not in the way that I am. Like it wasn't, you know, I wouldn't just like redesigned it or move the keys or do whatever, but not necessarily like start to, you know, take the piss out of the community or the culture, like capturing like moments in time with, you know, with the keyboard itself. So um, it's really fun. Like what it's turned into, it's just, it's so funny. I mean, I, I'm really excited about, you know, the future of that and hopefully 
more fun stuff starts happening more you know more fun stuff happens in our community because i love making them based on that you know with like the whole oh dude there's no doubt bro there's no (laughs) doubt there's gonna be more there's never a dull moment every day there's a fuss about something so yeah yes you'll you're not gonna have shortage of inspiration on funny memes and that keyboard so (laughs) um i i absolutely love that and i mean i I love where this conversation has gone and kind of arriving now, you know, with your collections being, you know, traded high volumes and, you know, what's, what's so cool about this is what I stated in the beginning of the conversation too. Like a lot of these projects that we see PFP projects with all this, a lot of them are market made and kind of influencer pushed and kind of just don't have this true organic sustainability because of how they blew up, being market made, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, and when an artist like yourself just genuinely doing stuff, expressing and staying on top of it and c- continuing to deliver gets this type of momentum, it's so refreshing and so, yeah, just refreshing to see. And um, I've, I've yeah. loved watching the, the, the growth. And then when I saw Jack's tweet the other day, I was like, wow. <laughs> this is that's something so they, special how was that moment they, they, like super surreal i um gosh jack had messaged me man when was it i think maybe it was like right before he had done um gosh i don't even know how you pronounce it Opepe. yeah i know it's so hard to pronounce i think he messaged me like right before it um you know and Obviously, like it's super had always like super kind words um, about my work and was like, "Hey, I'm releasing this," and I'm like, "I'm like, no, I don't care. Like, do whatever you want." I and that's like always been be like, people will message me, "Hey, can I use your work?" Like, Dude, I, I seriously don't care. Like, as an artist, you can do whatever you want. Like, that's that's kind of what all this is about, you know. Um, yep. But yeah, dude. I mean, him mentioning, I, it's just it's so wild, like super surreal, and um, especially honestly, at his where he's at too right yeah. now i mean <laughs> i mean hey for listeners that have listened this long yeah <laughs> fuck dude are, are yeah. you guys talking about jamming on any ideas yeah oh yeah All right, next <laughs> next question next I, question I, I don't i don't want to say too much but i think yeah I know. um you know I, I think that there's definitely like something there within yeah you know jack, jack and i have a lot of common ground just like within mm-hmm. the way that we work um and the way you think and the way that you yeah the what i like to what that's another amazing instance of not some vc funded project mm-hmm. but truly right. embracing decentralization educating people on tokens being mm-hmm. like yeah you own the token the yeah. metadata is going to change and i think that really helped mm-hmm. people think about stuff and it's been really refreshing seeing things like manifold and zora pop up Cause I, I use the comparison of like the spray paint can, mm-hmm. like the spray paint can wasn't created for artists to make graffiti, nor was tokens or anything like that. But when you get that tool into artists' hands, mm-hmm. now they do wild stuff with it. Yeah. And what he's been doing with it is he's using a tool, but taking the artistic approach with it mm-hmm. and now partnering with some amazing devs. But yes. does that analogy make sense? Yeah, no, no, it absolutely does. Um, and I, I agree, man. I totally agree. I even think like from my own point of view, like just how I, how I've lately been thinking about my work and um, plans that I have down the road for, for some of this stuff, it, it you, you do really start to think about like the medium at which 
these things are happening, not necessarily like the work itself. Um, it's so like technology as art kind of, kind of mindset or, or yep. mental framing. Or I something mean, like that. I think I had like a, like a, you know, the code is the art. I had this mm-hmm. like yep. thing when I was experimenting with AI a lot. And um, it's so true though, but like people really disregard how artistic that is. Like how many boundaries are set up and people creating new ERs, like token standards. It's a very creative process and mm-hmm. takes a lot of out of the box thinking, which is, you know, tightly correlated yep. with art pieces that do well. It's very abstract and like, oh, mm-hmm. I never thought of it like that. And that's mm-hmm. what makes you like like a piece and resonate with it. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, you clearly keep releasing some really cool stuff for the community, but like, where where's your headspace at now? Like, are yeah. you? I mean, I can just imagine you need a decompression <laughs> because, like, the way yeah. you've been delivering is like, oh my god. Um, but yeah. like, where where are you at? Yeah, dude, it's uh, you know definitely. I think I you know uh, I took a week off. Uh, well, I say off. I was still like online yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't i wasn't necessarily like creating anything or like as involved but it was definitely like a good reset for my head That's after good. pepe denzes just because it was so time intensive um and you know there, there was just like so much work that went into that i needed i needed a bit of time off but i think where i'm at personally right now um you know there, there there's just so much going on um i have you know i have recently taken a step into releasing work that is like less mimetic and more like personal mm. in nature, which is like my most recent series that I'm, that I'm minting on super rare um, where I, I feel like for me, at least it's, it's much more of like a look into me as a, as a human and, and an artist mm. where, you know, I I'm creating works after either, you know, certain experiences or like the, the things that are important to me in my life and, how is that reflected to my work? And, you know, at the end of all of this, you know, these, these nine pieces that I have are going to kind of in themselves create one huge self portrait of me in a way um, Mm -hmm. where it's like all these things, these nine pieces are like kind of pillars uh, of my life and who shaped me and what shaped me as a human. So um, that's, that's really like top of mind for me right now. I've, I've got a lot of other, uh, <clears throat> you know projects that I, I i can't quite talk about yet know, but um, some sure. really really like great stuff that's going on um you know i'm sure lots of folks are aware of notable pepes and what vince has been doing um with, mm-hmm. with bringing a pepe collection onto the eth uh blockchain which is just like so exciting and man i just i'm like it's just it's just so incredible like how they operate and vince is just one of the like most transparent and just like caring. And he's just like one of those people who like, who are a champion of the space who really deserve to be it, man. Yeah. Um, that's, I just, I have best so, way to say it. I have, I have so much appreciation for him and just like how he pushes this space forward. I mean, and, and not just him. I think there's a lot of like the, the brain trust involved with Pepe's and, and fake rares and all that stuff who are just like, those are the types of folks in my mind who should be like leading the charge on so much of this. 
Um, I agree. So like, and- super grateful to be like involved with a lot of that stuff. Um, so, I, you know, I'm still I'm thinking about a lot of that and just like what work is going to look like moving forward and how I might be able to contribute to these collections. Um, you know, obviously, I'm still thinking about keyboards. Anytime a anytime a moment presents itself, I'll be putting a new one out and swapping the metadata. Um, and Damn, you know, it not- sounds like you've set yourself up of like you have long term <laughs> projects, some yeah. more short term, and then like mm-hmm. you still because you think brilliantly on the fly, like with the, like clever timing and punchlines like a stand-up comedian and that sounds like what <laughs> keyboards will do for you yes. so it's so cool to hear all of this and i agree with like the pepe culture and fake rares coming to eth also with like fake memes a lot of the, oh, yeah. the fake rare are coming and they're doing some re- and that's so refreshing because that's true where i think this this technology and culture quote-unquote mm-hmm is is at because everything else is vc funded it's all fugazi it's kind of just like what's happening it's all happening so fast no one has time to even think about it or really digest it it's all just like fast food mcdonald's we're like we got some dank pepe sushi coming up (laughs) (laughs) yeah and honestly like those are the i do i just love that part of our culture and like the community especially with things like like fake memes, which um, I, you know, personally speaking, I need a lot more exposure to fake memes because they're <laughs> like they're great, like they're amazing, and I, I just, I love so much about like what they're doing. Um, I got like, you. I got those, a few. I got a few. I gotta. I'll hook are, you up, dude. Those, I, I gotta get myself a full set. Um, I, yeah, I got us. myself a full set too. Nice. Good, but yeah, that's awesome. That, but, like those are those are really the kind of communities that I personally like want to be a part of. Um, just because like so much great stuff happens there. And I think it's, it's truly more so for like genuine reasons, yes. for, you know, for, for the most part. Um, and those are just like the kinds of people that, you know, I, I and that's where this with. technology thrives is in genuine, transparent situations. Mm-hmm. It builds and gets stronger and stronger, but when, fishy business starts to happen it falls it collapses with this technology we see ftx people trying to over leverage and do shady stuff this technology isn't designed for that um and it's proving itself over and over and people still think they can get away with this not do that and then people like wait we tracked all the wallets the people that minted this project are not what we thought right (laughs) um and it's just funny but i think it's nature's healing and pepe's helping yep agreed Um, yeah dude I, I i agree a thousand yeah. percent man like it is it they are they, like it's pushing the space forward um in my mind i mean i have a thing too like things that like what uh vince is doing with art of the millennium as well like for oh yeah larger um like kind of I, what you would consider like i i hate to use this word but because it, they are not sotheby's they are not christie's honestly i think they're a thousand times better than that but mm-hmm. it is like that kind of um you know, yeah, higher you. price you. point art release that is like, you know, crypto native. And I think that's just like an amazing thing. And he and what the folks that work closely to him, like Higa Chad Pepe and all those folks like are really going to keep pushing the space forward. Um, yeah, I, honestly, I think yeah, everything I've been seeing as I dive deeper into fake rare spells of Genesis and like all yeah. of this stuff, those core people are are making just look back to look forward right now because Mm -hmm. um, I agree with all your takes right now. And I think 
again, silly way to put it, but nature is healing thanks to some people correcting course because if things continued the way that they've been going, I mean, Mm -hmm. it just not going to end well. So I think we're going to be, we're all going to be out of ETH and uh, (laughs) and sitting with a bunch of shitty PFP projects. (laughs) Hey man, as long as you got some smalls, some bats. Yeah. (laughs) I I will hold my smalls until the day that I die, dude. I love them. I fucking love it. No, I, I absolutely, you know, I, I enjoy, I think we align with a lot of things, you know, especially with CC zero. And I think like the culture that, and yeah, like you said, do, do what you want with work because the power of blockchain is the pro it uplifts the original Mm -hmm. and people really need to lean into that. And I think Mm -hmm. it's a healthy way of thinking about blockchain and digital scarcity Mm -hmm. and digital assets. Like, it's flipped upside down right now. And I love the way that the dust dust is starting to settle. It's mm-hmm. it's starting to look nice. I guess one other question I have uh-huh. is I've been seeing you do some mock-ups of your work. Um, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. just been looking beautiful. Um, any thoughts of like what, you know, doing some galleries or any mm-hmm. events or anything like that? Or are you yeah. just Yeah, dude. I would I would love to. I, I hope to um you know, I hope that there's an opportunity either within um, NFT NYC or Art Basel where, you know, there's an exhibition that would love to have me. Like, I'm, and I, I would totally be on board. Uh, you know, oh, man, we got to make that happen, bro. It would, be, it would be so much fun. Um, I think your work speaks so, because I don't want to go into another gallery with digital screens. Like, yeah. I NFT galleries with just a bunch of screens in it is kind of a miss for me. It does, mm-hmm. like, I think someone like yourself curating a a gallery and like, you know, sure. Some of it can be digital, but I think Mm -hmm. artists like yourself, um, but there's actually some people that I'll have to connect you with um, doing some interesting stuff um, at a pretty high. And cause I, I just personally, I just want to walk in there and just touch some (laughs) stuff. dude. (laughs) I've always Uh, like imagined the, um, I mean, I don't know if I still do either, but whenever I was originally creating geometric Pepe's, like I always imagined them being like these just, absolutely like 20 foot tall like prints that are just like outrageously large but you know you just you kind of like walk into a room and you're just consumed by it i don't know to me there was just like always something so kind of like funny about that i don't know you know maybe but they have the scalability all of them can be little teeny like in your hand or just like larger than life just like huge smiling Pepe, just like yeah, I'm right here, like looking <laughs> yes. down on you. Right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I, I don't know. So it, it just depends, you know. Whatever, whatever opportunities present themselves, um, I do plan on. Um, I'll be getting like big prints done for my one of one collectors, um, doing signed prints for them and, and sending them out too. So I'm in the process of doing that right now, just as like a, you know, a way to thank them for you know, their support and just being great collectors and great folks. Um, yep. but, uh, but yeah, we'll see. Hopefully I would love to like make, especially make a trip to Art Basel. Um, like I, I won't be able to go to NFT NYC cause I'll be, you know, my son will probably be born around then. So. Oh, congratulations. Thank you, man. Yeah, dude. Wow, dude, the, the true one of one, man. Yes. I, yeah. The bet, my best man, my best man. Um, oh, so, yeah, man. We're um we're due up in April, so we're super super excited about wow. all that. Just like what a, a beautiful what a beautiful transition, my man. Like <laughs> I'm so that's it's so it just warms me up thinking about 
you know, the just what's happening right now for you. Yeah. I think it's I think it's super cool. Yeah, man, it's a I dude, I I just feel like super, super lucky to be in the position that I'm in and just with all the things that are going on, um, to be able to manage, you know, all of it. And I'd be I would absolutely be remiss if I didn't like mention the the support of my wife has just like really helped me through all of this because she's mm-hmm. basically been like the she's basically been like the sounding board for me, you know, every day she comes home and I'll, you know, even whenever G and Pepe started and all that stuff, I was always telling her, I was like, Oh my gosh, like, okay, this is what's going on. Like, here's what I'm doing. Like, what do you think? And I mean, she'll (laughs) tell me straight up. She's like, I, you know, I don't, I don't really understand all of this, but I know you're making the right decisions and I'm proud of you and I trust you. And it's just like, yeah, I mean, she has just been, um, I just, yeah, I, I'm really, really lucky to have her. Like, as shout a out, wifey. Yes, I know she'll. Oh, she'll probably listen to this. That's <laughs> hopefully, a, no, see, that's so supportive. Does. I mean, just out of curiosity, is she experienced with uh, Web three, or is she just so supportive in the sense of just because I, I, I have that same thing. It's like, yeah, I don't know, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's she's not like yeah. She does you know she doesn't have a Twitter. She's not like um you know super involved with it or anything like that. She basically, I think, really only knows about it through me. Um, but you know she she asks me a lot like, how's it going? Like, what are you working on? And you know, of course, I'll show her the pieces and we'll chat through them and stuff. Because um, I also you know I really she's got an incredible I. You know, sometimes or a lot of times I'll tell you, like, she's more creative than I am. And I was like, you know, I wish she had the time to, like, start creating art and, and selling it because she is just, like, incredibly talented and, and creative. So I with that, I always trust her opinion as well whenever I'm, like, showing her my work and talking through it. Um, but, yeah, it. dude, I just super grateful for her and just, like, all the support. I mean, it would it would have been hard to get through all of this without having her because, you know, most of it is just, like, me sitting at my desk, very siloed, heads down, working at a hundred percent, like nonstop. So, um, she's, she's always been like that nice, um, I don't know, kind of like comfort zone for me to like hundred percent. And that's um, needed. That kind of goes back to like that moment of like, we were talking about doubt and like transitioning, but having support from a significant other, the community, like, you know, that's, that's amazing. And it sounds like you've just been trusting the process and the process has been rolling out in a very geometrical way. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah but, just trust, trusting my gut is the biggest thing. Just like, trust my gut, go for it, and just just do what you feel like doing, basically. I, like, no second it. guessing. Just 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 roll with it, you know? Yes, sir. Well, this Bats, I mean, this has been not only yeah. inspirational, but super fun. I, yeah, I think I've been smiling this whole time just hearing all these stories. Same. Kind of, you can't see been, my face, but you know. But are, hey, those pixels smiling. are fire. Oh, for those, if this doesn't get uploaded as video, this man logs in with a pixel uh, overlay. It's like 24 by 24 and it moves with him. And just like, of course, Bats en- enters with like, enters the chat with an artistic way. I was like, oh my God. But one last question. This yeah. will be interesting because you yeah. have minted a lot of work. Typically, I get projects on that are working, you know, not too many artists. So mm-hmm. if you were to mint one thing on uh, on chain, that would be kind of the digital billboard of your of your identity, I guess you could say, your digital wallet. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be like a phrase, a life experience, a song lyric, or anything. What would you mint and why? 
Oh my gosh. I know, oh, dude. I just wrecked dude, you, bro. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> let me let me think about this. Um I you know, there there's probably like a more eloquent way to put this, so just bear with me. It'll probably it's somewhere in the realm of this. But, uh-huh. Yeah. Um it's it's I, uh you can update the metadata. Let's yeah, just get right, the right. idea. Yeah, update, yeah, update the metadata. You know, I think like something within the realm of um you know not to be morbid or anything but like you're gonna die one day so mm. like what are you doing um at there's gonna be some point in your life where everything just comes to a halt so why just you know kind of sit around and either um you know think about things that are honestly just like either petty or a waste of your time like just like go experience things because um they you know, it's not going to last forever. Like you're, you are absolutely going to die someday. Like embrace your life, embrace the beautiful things in it. Stop, you know, worrying about what celebrity is doing what, or, you know, whatever, like other useless information could the media could like spew out at us, like just understand. And I think, I guess the term is memento mori, even though I I really wouldn't want to use that, (laughs) wouldn't you want to use that phrase, but it's kind of uh, around those lines, just like, at the end of the day, just, you know, remember you're going to die someday and be, be grateful for your life. Um, yeah. Some, something to the, something to the tune of that. I, I agree. And it, it is a sobering thought in a, in a good way. Mm-hmm. And I know why I said that was the last question, but bats, yeah, where did that name, what, where did bats come from? Oh, bats. Yeah, dude. Uh, oh, this is a really fun one. I like to tell this. Uh, so my, if you look at my handle, it's actually bats do, um, there's a du on the end of it, and so um, very much like whenever I was studying art history, I was a huge fan. And I mean, I, of course, I still am a huge fan of like the Dada movement. Mm-hmm. Um, always been like just so interested with how they kind of changed the way we think about art, especially especially Marcel Duchamp. Like, I hope that someday I can have like my fountain moment. Um, that's honestly, that's like one of my big goals that if I am thinking about long terms, like I've got to have like my fountain moment someday. I don't know when it's going to come, but hopefully someday. Um, so my name bats do, um, is derived from the first two letters of the last names of like the founding fathers of, uh, Dada. So it's Hugo ball with BA it's uh Tristan Zara TZ and then Marcel Duchamp DU. Wow. And so it's bats do. <laughs> And that's how I came up with it. I know it's like that's that's random. pretty hard though, dude. That it works. I mean, I yeah. it works really well now. Now I'm like, wow, this. I thought it was just like because mine came from gaming and just not not a cool story. And I was like, oh, bad, like whatever. I thought it just stuck. That's actually like chef's yeah. kiss. And so and so then yeah, people I like started calling me bats. They would just like call me bats, and I was like, well, I'll kind of like start to go by that. Um, even though like my handle on most things is still bats do. Um, so yeah, I know still trying to get that bats.eth, uh, domain name. Hey, really man. Soon enough, on. soon enough, a collector will get it and just swap you for a geo. Yeah. <laughs> deal. 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 You heard it here folks, but <laughs> I, I, I've really enjoyed this conversation and I'm sure all the listeners did as well. And shout out to everyone listening, all the links mm-hmm. to some of the collections we talked about to some of the other artists, to all these things. Um, I'll leave them in the show notes. But again, bats, man, keep up the great work, the energy, what you're doing for this mm-hmm. space. It's been amazing to see someone like yourself be, you know, shining this bright light, and people are starting to pay attention to the right people. Mm-hmm. So 
bullish on yeah. bats. <laughs> Appreciate that, dude. Thank you like so much for having me. I know that we uh we were back and forth a lot. I, I'm trying my best to manage all of this stuff, but dude. I'm just happy that like we were able to make this work. And honestly, I hope this isn't, you know, I don't want this to be the last time that we speak. So like I really, oh, really enjoyed sure. this. So um, you know, somewhere sometime later this year or in a few yeah. months, let's let's do it again, man, because this was fun. Let's do it. After that, after that fountain moment, we're gonna get you back on the oh, show. Dude, yeah. Let's go. Listen, um, I, I already have plans for it. I just it the moment needs to present itself. So we'll see. The process, man. You've been trusting it. Just keep yep. rolling with it. Yep. And again, thanks everyone. We will catch you on the next one.